Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy Gavin, aka Gavel, aka Coke, aka I don't care what you're gonna call me, just make sure you're respectful. If you catch me in the streets, I do not play no games. I don't want no smoke, but if I have to, it will get dangerous for somebody. But we don't gotta worry about that for right now. The point is, I got my host, the guy who actually runs the entire show. What's good, Mike? What's up, everybody? Mike Will Inc. here. Holla at your boy. We need them to uh, make sure they following you. What's your Instagram so people can follow you right now? Because you can do some dope videos. Yo, Instagram is going to be at Mike Will Inc. That's I-N-C, not I-N-K, like Black Inc. <laughs> I hate that show. That's pretty it's decent. It's so ignorant. Yeah. We got to stop making... You know what? This is a black show. Let's call it what it is. But you know what? We got to stop making us look crazy but that's no nah, we do but i mean that that's what sells in america and until we own more shit nice fucking segue hey man <laughs> hand clap for your boy look here man. yeah <laughs> byron allen picked up another 11 networks today so this podcast will, will air two weeks from now so it'll be two weeks by the time you hear this but byron allen bought another 11 networks for 290 million dollars Big things, man. I love I love what Byron Allen's doing, man. Please. I wish I could say friend of the show, right? I, that'd be so cool to be able to say that one you know day. What? I'm going to send him this episode. We're going to let him know, like, bro, we only need two minutes of your time <laughs> just to hear this part right here. Shout out to him. Um, But none other. This is the Business Star Fry Podcast. Make sure you follow us on Facebook. Make sure you're on Instagram. Uh, you follow Mike on Instagram. Make sure you tell everybody about us because the bigger this community grows, yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like I know, I know the community is gonna grow. I mean, we do have our faithful listeners. Appreciate you know all three of y'all out there. That I think it was four, <laughs> yeah, three or four, <laughs> you know. But you know the people that do listen. But I, I love when I do get the feedback. One of my good friends, you know, she she hit me up. She was like, yeah, this guy was asking about stocks, and she was like, you know, I sent him your podcast. Yeah, and she she was like, he listened to it. He was like, man, this is this is great. Yeah, and, and we appreciate you guys we listening. Need that. While we're going through, you know, we've had sound difficulties. Oh, gosh. We've been trying to figure out format, you know, in season one. Like, just yeah, everyone that struggled through with us at season one. Hand claps for you. Yeah, man. Um, we, we appreciate that. We definitely appreciate it. Big up for you guys. And, you know, shout out to my homeboy, Jamar. He was over here last weekend, um, and he was like, yo, what should I do when the market go down? Because I was telling him, I said, you know, when the market started going down, I'm going to be buying up a lot of photography equipment. Yeah. Because it's going to be dirt cheap. People just going to need money. And I said, it's the perfect time to get my next like my next camera. And he's like, dog, what should I do with the market? I said, go on the page. <laughs> ask a question. Just under a comment, ask a question. Or, you know what we should do? <sighs> Shout out to me. We need to have like a question thing like what would you like us to answer this week on oh podcast? yeah that, that would be that... cool shout out to us man this hey, man. podcast is definitely this gonna is, make it this is why this is why i have gavin <laughs> young minds here we need to do that one day like work ask us a question so anyway um good show for y'all today and um if you're listening now these next three episodes they're gonna be live we we just give us the next three episodes. Yeah, I mean, we're going we're gonna to have a good time with these next three episodes. And and, we, and we're looking forward to season two. Like, we haven't finished up season one, but we've knocked out so many kinks. Yep. Like, man, I, I can't I can't wait for season two. But between season one and season two, if you're listening to this, check out the YouTube page. It is not there yet when you check this episode out. Yep. But for those eight weeks between season one and season two, we're basically recapping all these videos. We're going to make it You make know, it on YouTube. So... so what do you know, and I know the answer is going to be nothing, but there's a man in Harlem called the Barber God. This man is amazing. Bro, he's amazing. And I want to tell everybody about this story because I thought it was dope. Uh, this guy's in Harlem, and 
he went to jail, um, got out of jail, didn't know what he wanted to do in life. Um, and he actually, make sure you go follow this guy at the Barbara guy with two G, two D's at the end. Um, dude gets out of jail and opens up a barbershop in Harlem. Um, couldn't afford to rent. Nice. So he got kicked out. <laughs> dude went and bought an F-150 with 170,000 miles on it. And now he's the first ever um, mobile barber in Harlem. And and, and and let's not let's not miss the most important part of that story. Uh huh. The most important part of that story is what, right? Like he he got kicked out, right? Yeah. Like he he basically was put out of business. Yeah. And he reinvented himself. Like he Absolutely. actually took the time to actually come back from that. So that please guys, like when you, when you hear these stories, and that's why it's so important to listen to the podcast. Listen to the IG videos that, mm-hmm. that are posted. It's because it's about that mindset shift. Absolutely. Because most people hear that story and they just think he started cutting hair and now he has a mobile barbershop. Like, that's not what happened. It's not what, happened. Not what happened. It's the ebbs and flows. It is the proverbial, you yeah. know, what are you going to do after you, you get hit and you fall on the mat, right? Absolutely. Like, because the people in your corner can't fight for you. That's one of the Absolutely. videos we posted today. Like, People in your corner can't. They can tell you what's going on, yep. but they can't fight for you. All right, The people who are out in the audience that sees everything that you can't do, mm-hmm. they're not in the ring. So they can be like, hey, duck. Hey, he, he keep jabbing you in the face, right? Like everybody can see what's wrong. But if you turn to the audience and start complaining like, yo, his reach is 90 inches. My reach is only 78. Like if you turn, if you turn to the audience in the middle of a boxing match to complain, you're going to get knocked the fuck out. Absolutely. So what you have to do is stay in the fight. Uh-huh. Pay attention to people that's rooting for you. Your corner. Mm-hmm. You know, take those breaks. Sit down. Let your corner tell you like, yo, man, hey, you're going to have to do this. You're going to have to get outside his reach. You're going to have to start going, you know, left Absolutely. to right. You got to stand on your left foot. Listen to your corner. But then nobody else can fight for you. You got to get back into that ring. Absolutely. And you got to get off the mat when you get knocked the fuck out. So, yeah, like, to, so to this story point. I hope people don't miss that point. Absolutely. And there's a simple fact that this man is taking. Um, for me, when I read the story, I'm like, it's no way it's the first guy in Harlem. The, to me, probably the blackest city. That, that would be crazy, ever. right? That, to, to consider that. That and, he'd and, be the first mobile barber. Yeah. And like, you can go on his truck, sit in a seat, and get your hair cut. And if not, if, you know, he can come to you. He cuts straight hair also. So it was amazing just to hear that story. Um, shout out to the makeup brand, um black opal uh shout out to the you know the brand was you know almost done almost out of here some people probably don't believe me because they like oh i still buy from that brand today but two actually two sisters went and bought the brand wow so they can continue the dreams of the founder and so that it wouldn't get turned over and i thought that was actually um you know it was a global brand but just two sisters was like we don't we want this brand to keep going and i guess it's kind of just understanding that you you know your passion and understanding that hey this means something to us, no matter who you are, but saying, hey, I want to keep this brand alive and I want to actually turn this whole thing around there. Yeah, that's what's up. I'm actually, um, I'm going to post that story to the page. So that's pretty cool. That's super dope. Dude. Yeah. Um, I need your input, man. What we got? What we got? California just passed the law. Yeah. And I know the episode is coming. So yeah, I keep, episode, I te- that, that's either episode 19 or 20. I keep teasing it, man. Yeah, yeah. California just passed this law, basically just undercutting what the NCAA stand for. You know, what is your thoughts on this? This whole now players can profit off their likeness. You know, so I think not in the last episode that people are going to listen to, but I want to say 
the episode before that, we talked about Nike and Jalen Rose, mm-hmm. and we we kind of joked that that Nike paid Jalen Rose, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, so <laughs> and we don't know if that's true or not. No. But, you know, we got a we have an inkling that that's probably more true than not true. I think it is about time for these young men to get paid for their likeness. Now they're not getting paid by universities; they're being Absolutely. they're being paid for their likeness. And I I do believe that if Nike is selling, you know, if they sell 1 million LeBron James Ohio State jerseys, right? Mm-hmm. And that and those jerseys generate $100 million in revenue. Yeah. Uh, why, why, why wouldn't the LeBron James, because the university is going to get, you know, a percentage of that. The university is probably getting 5% of that, I'm guessing. Licensing this is it's expensive as fuck. Yeah. So, <laughs> and I'm, so I'm just throwing a number out there, but let's say if they get 5%. University of Ohio is going to get you know, five million dollars off of that LeBron James jersey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, why? Why wouldn't they share a percentage of that with LeBron? Now, what that percentage should be, I don't know. What's fair? I don't know what's right. I don't know how how smart it is to have a a student athlete, quote unquote student athlete, making a half a million dollars. Hey, it's gonna be lit. The party's on. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know. So, so I don't know <laughs> if you put it into a trust or you know you hold it up. I don't know all the details of that. I think. You know, people who are way smarter than us need to answer those questions. Okay. But absolutely, if the university is making money off of you, hey man. you should be paid for your life. In every other department, you know, if you discover a cancer drug, you get paid, the university get paid, and whoever the big pharma company is get paid. Yeah. Like, you don't just lose that, right? Yeah, like absolutely. You're, they're going to hire you on. You're going to be, you know, rich beyond your wildest dream. So, of course, these guys should get paid for their likeness. True. Um, I, I think it's going to be interesting. It's funny seeing, you know, some stuff then shifted. LeBron then got over there to California. We all know he don't like really like, he don't like the NCAA. He does not like the NCAA. And I mean, but but I can't, I can't blame him because Absolutely you, you, got, you got to remember, you know, they tried to come after LeBron for the, the whole Hummer incident. Come on, man. His, and, mom, and, his yeah. mom found that 30 grand to get that Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. So, no, I mean, the, the, the whole... The NCAA is an antiquated institution, and Absolutely. they did it to themselves. Yeah, and this was this is what happens in capitalism. Absolutely. This is what this is capitalism working. <laughs> hey man, Hummers was fire back then. Man, they still fire. I saw one, man. I'm like, man. damn. I hope they bring these things back. I hope not. Man, I like them. Right. I want to know how much gas them things drink. Man, them like 11 miles per <laughs> gallon. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. Um, we got a couple stories on the Facebook page. Um, shout out to. Mark out here talking about Elizabeth Warren winning the election is not good for Facebook. Yeah, rich people are not feeling Elizabeth Warren at all. Hey, they think you think they scared? Yeah, well, I mean, Elizabeth Warren is you know she she's not a friend of Wall Street. I mean, we we don't that have to true. sit here and lie about that. That is true. She, um, but a lot of these companies are saying that you know I, Elizabeth Warren is from the the old guard of breaking up monopolies, mm-hmm. and I think that I. As a pure capitalist, it's kind of this is where it gets touchy, right? Okay, it's because is it a monopoly because they're preventing other businesses from entering, or is it a monopoly because it has a quality product? And I think right now what we're running into with um, Facebook mm-hmm. and a lot of companies is they're like Facebook isn't competing, and now they're preventing individuals from being able to profit from. That platform. Yeah. This is this is a damn sure opening for Snapchat. I mean, yeah. if Evan wasn't a fucking idiot, he'd absolutely go generate, you know, a 
six ten billion dollar round of funding and go and create a social media platform. Yeah. That's all he has to do. Yeah. You're you're instantly can compete against Facebook and you can grow the valuation of Snap, you know, through the freaking roof. So I I I, know, I understand what Elizabeth Warren is saying. I don't agree with everything that she says. Yeah. But I, I get what she's saying, you know. And Mark is right. She's she's probably not gonna be a friend to a company that's been selling data <laughs> around the world, right? <laughs> like, no, you're probably... You know, you know how Facebook get down. Yeah, so, I mean... Facebook yeah. don't play fair. She's probably not going to be a friend of Facebook. Um, last well, Facebook got their own problems. Let me just leave it at that. Well, you see how much it costs to keep that motherfucker safe. Yeah. Hey, man. Yeah. That's but, my guy, man. Even though he gave my stuff to the Russians, make, yeah. making sure they telling me... I'm not a fan, not a fan of him as a CEO. I'm if not, I got to take one more Facebook presidential poll i'm gonna be i'm gonna cry yeah I'm, I'm not a fan i'm not a fan i don't know why people still take those quizzes um last thing before we get to um to the market and our main topic today jeezy did an interview and he talked about a lack of education and he talked about how um he was afraid or too embarrassed to, to let people know he was uneducated what's your thoughts on there because i know that's your guy yeah, 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 man. You know, you know what I loved about that interview is the the vulnerability. Absolutely. Uh, and and, and as and as business owners, we we run into this a lot because, especially when you start with a, a moderate level of success, mm-hmm. there's this ideal that people are looking to you because you know what to do. Yeah. And sometimes you really don't know what the hell you're doing. No. You just you tried really really hard, mm-hmm. and you know enough, and you fell into a niche. And an opportunity open. Mm-hmm. And then you just start making money. That's why I always tell entrepreneurs, like, man, just keep pushing. Like, an opportunity will present itself. Absolutely. The universe, re- it just rewards people. It just, I don't know how it happened. You know, I know they got the laws of attraction and all this other stuff. Reap what you sow. Pay your ten. I, look, all I know is that the universe <laughs> rewards people who try. Uh-huh. So, for Jeezy to, to understand that, all right. I was able to take myself from the streets mm-hmm. to now I don't have to be in the streets no more and I can still make the same amount of money or double, triple the money now. Yeah. But then to recognize that, oh my goodness, I'm being ripped off. Yeah. Right? Like, I am yeah. really being ripped the hell off. For him to say that, I think really kind of opens up people's you know, mind to understand it, what business is like. Like One mm-hmm. of the things, when I was really successful, mm-hmm. right? Like, I thought I knew it all, and you could not have told me yeah. that there was going to be a loss around the corner. Yeah. All right. When that loss happened, I, I could, you know, just cower and just be like, nah, nah, you know, such and such happened, and such mm-hmm. and such happened, and it never was my fault. Or I could say, shit, I didn't know enough. Yeah. Right? Like, I got caught out there. I didn't know enough. So I've taken the time now to start to understand more and find out what what I don't know. Yeah. And then realize I don't know what I don't know. Right? Like I know what I know. Yeah. <laughs> I you know, we got that clear, right? Like I you know part. I know what I don't know. But there's there's this whole circle, this is whole pie chart of stuff that I don't know that I don't know. What that allows for, it allows you to be more careful. True. It allows you to be more measured. If someone is in front of you, you can get information. Yeah. Right. And that's what Jeezy is talking about. Is sitting down with people in front of him and being able to collect that information. He doesn't know what he don't know. Yeah. But he, he can sit in that room and know what he doesn't know. That's true. So like, nah, like, I, I love that. And I think that's an important lesson. And again, guy, this is kind of why you listen to the podcast is so you can change your understanding of 
what's actually being said, right? Yeah. Like you you know what's being said, but you know in the hustlers world, you have to hear what's not being said. Absolutely. What 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 that motherfucker didn't say. Exactly. <laughs> like you, you gotta know that. You you have to know that. And when you're in the business world, it's still a hustle. You gotta understand, man, what that motherfucker didn't say. Yep. They're gonna tell you what you wanna hear, but what didn't he say? Always. Yeah. So um What's up with the market, man? Apple in the green today. Everybody else going down. Man, everybody on uh, market took a little bit of a beating today. But remember, we we've spoken about this many, many times, right? Mm-hmm. We said that they they have to launch the market into headwinds. You know, yeah. well, they have to launch a lot of these new IPOs. We're gonna talk about one of the companies today because Uh-oh. the CEO can't stop fucking up. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about them today. Though. Yeah, recession proof <laughs> company. But you know, ebbs and flows. I mean, I looked at it. I, I was looking at levels. Uh, I, this is perfectly fine. This is perfectly normal. Uh, we can't seem to break that top. Uh, top is like 27.2, somewhere in that range. So anything within like 1% of that is going to all be the same. So, I mean, it's just pulling back a little bit. You do have a lot of holidays that happen during September mm-hmm. uh, of major institutions, uh, religious holidays. True. So, you know, those those happen, um, are going on this week. So this, this isn't, again, this is, isn't to be alarmed, but... You know, when the market was at 27,000, I mean, I, I knew that it was going to come back down, you know, into the 25s because they can't they can't add on top of 27,000. True. Because we're never going to reach down 30,000. That's a hot take by me. Yeah. You know, it's just not going to happen. But you're, it's going to be rolling and everybody's going to tell you it's going to happen. I'm telling you now. <laughs> It's never going to happen, guys. We're not going to hit down 30,000. And, you know, we posted a couple articles. They're going to blame it on impeachment they're gonna blame it on a potential elizabeth warren presidency they're gonna blame you know what i'm saying they, it, it, Absolutely. And, and, but, but the truth of the matter is they're lunching companies that are like they try to we're gonna get re, we work you know we, we <laughs> not, we're gonna not tease that all night but like re, they were gonna lunch we work with a 47 billion dollar valuation hey man I, that, it, that was the most hilarious thing i had man, ever saw that's where the money at, man. and now they're saying <laughs> that they're probably gonna lunch with a valuation somewhere in the neighborhood of uh, I want to say ten to twenty billion. I don't know exactly yeah. which, which is still stupid. All right, they put but things up everywhere. It's more reasonable. It's more. It's a more reasonable value. Understandable. Yeah, to an extent. To an extent. So. All right, man. So, well, we didn't already tease it. Yeah, we already gave my appetizer. Yeah, you know, but let me. Hey, let's jump into this article though, because it again, this is the this is the podcast for hustlers, ballers, players. And there was an article in the New York Post that says that women are struggling to find men that make as much money as they do. So, one, fellas, get your hustle up. Absolutely. And two, I don't know if anybody saw the article uh, probably about a month ago that stated what's the average cost of a date in most states. Yeah, I definitely saw that. And I got to laugh. Yeah, New York and New Jersey and, and California. California like, the average date was like $300. It was like $250, $287. It like, yeah, it was in the Yeah, like, damn near $300. Like, average, right? So, average means it could be more or less. So, it's what funny. North Carolina, like, 80? North Carolina, yeah. like, 88, 87, yeah. which, is, which is about right. That's about right. You can, yeah, you can go on a Yeah, you can go on a You can't get date. no drinks after that. That doesn't include drinks. No, that's what, that's what I'm saying. It's an average. So, Dinner you know, you, you, got, you got the guys who just going out to the movies and grabbing one bag of popcorn. And then you got Gavin over here that's taking his woman, you know, to Roof Chris or oh my God. BLT or something. I'm trying to think. What's Those restaurants are so far apart on the, on the steakhouse spectrum. They are. That I just named. Man. But still... <laughs> 
Dating out here is expensive, man. Uh, it is expensive. Yeah, and I turned around and married her. Gosh, man, I found that <laughs> I found that to be so funny because women are saying that like, man, like they can't find men, you know, to to marry. And part of Matt be, of getting married is courting and dating. Yeah. And, and I'm debating if we're gonna have the relationship episode. Might as well. Nah, I don't. Even, I don't even think. I, nah, on. that smoke I don't want. <laughs> man, we want all of it. Well, you know what it is? It's probably like um, I don't know. But you can't. Really but but know. you can't date. I mean, think about this for a moment. If the average date is three hundred dollars, how many dates can you really have a month? Exactly. Like we're, we're talking about a thousand dollars a date. It's twelve thousand dollars a year. You're spending twelve hundred. I mean, you think about it. How many times you gonna date her within the month? If you saying like, if you in Cali and you say, I'm gonna take this girl out four times, at least once a week, or three times. Let's yeah. Say you take off one week. You just spent a thousand dollars on her in a month. In a month. You can't date like this. There, there's no job. So you spent twelve grand on her in a year, and it don't get no cheaper, bro. That's that's if you're dating one woman. Who who dates one person? Hey man. And and and, <laughs> and I know y'all like, man, what does this have to do with business? Well, right. I mean, for one, you gotta get your money up. For you one, you better you better get out here Please. and start hustling on the side to just be able to afford to date. Bro, Jeez. twelve grand a year to date in Cali, New York, New Jersey. Nah. Dude, that's one woman. That's disgusting. Yeah, that's crazy. I wonder why people out here just single and mad. Um, <laughs> all right, man. WeWork is out here. Um, shout out to WeWork only for the simple fact of um, I took pictures outside of y'all newest location that's not being built. I mean, it's, the sign is up. There's nothing in there. It looks like it's going to be bomb. And then <laughs> I did a podcast. Shout out to the Hair Wraps and Lipstick podcast. Um, actually sent the girls this pod and I told them to check it out. But shout out to them. And they were shooting in a WeWork building or next door to one. I'm like, yo, why do we need three WeWorks within literally a five-mile radius? Well, so but what it looked like that that they're doing is buying real estate. Absolutely. So they're so they're not a they're, they're not a co-working company, they're a real estate company. Absolutely. So they buy the real estate and then they, they rent it back. But that's showing to kind of be sort of be a conflict of interest. Yeah, but it's the only way that WeWork could lunch itself with this ridiculous valuation that they tried to lunch with. They're, they're speculating right now that, the, like I said, the IPO is going to be between ten and twenty billion dollars, which is still extremely high. But I don't know how much I don't know how much real estate WeWork have. I haven't yeah. haven't seen the earnings report. Haven't <laughs> went through it. I don't know. Um, but you know, are there prospectus? But what? But um. <laughs> The professor Scott Galloway, NYU professor, mm-hmm. uh, he hates WeWork. <laughs> like he probably hates it. Like I don't like WeWork. This guy actually he hates it. He said he says that that uh, making them remove their CEO just took them from stage four cancer to stage three point eight. Oh like gosh. he 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 thinks that the company is absolutely a dud. Oh uh, these are his words, not mine. Do not send me a cease and desist. Hey. He said that the price <laughs> will be artificial. <laughs> Sitting on the throne of lies and the eventual stampede for the exit by SoftBank and others who bought the stock only so they could eventually sell more stock such should and could send a chill across the unicorn class and broader market. Mm. Now, what we've been talking about with these IPOs, right? We've been from day one. <laughs> we have said these companies are being lunched with ridiculous valuations and they're making no Absolutely. money. So the moment the moment the first crack happens, is all these companies are gonna crack. Yep. Like then it's not gonna just be one. Like the moment the first unicorn, so the unicorn is any IPO that launched this year over a billion dollar valuation, right? 
So we talked, we've talked about WeWork. We've had an episode on Uber. Uber went up to what, 46, 47? I don't know. You know, people people were hating on me for saying that Uber was not going to be a Yo, good stop. You said that, I think, in the first podcast. Yeah, in the first podcast. <laughs> and, and, to, and today, Uber is at the lowest price that they've been at. Twenty nine dollars. Hey man, I need to get some Uber stock, man. No, you don't. <laughs> you need to hold off for a long time. <laughs> See, I might be killing dreams, man. <laughs> so again, so it, when we're talking here, we're, we're talking about the nuts and bolts of investing, the nuts and bolts of starting a business, and what we're and even though we're, we're talking about we work, because I kind of want to let people understand what we work is, right? Because mm-hmm. I. The WeWork office space, I would love for us to work out of WeWork yeah, office space. It's actually nice. That's great. So I'm not saying that their office space is shitty. What I'm saying is <laughs> that the company's not worth forty billion dollars, right? Like I love apples. Like apples, not Apple phones. Like I just love like crisp apples in the fall. Green or red? Red. Love red apples, right? So I mean so I could buy a bag of apples for like five dollars, right? And I love apples. True. But if I walk in there and they got a bag of apples for forty dollars, I still love apples. You just don't gotta get it. I'm not. I don't have to get them. And this is this is a ridiculous price for these apples. So guess how many apples they're gonna sell at forty dollars a bag? Like not many. Not many. Not many. So what's the biggest problem with a CEO and their company in general? Like, if what's your biggest takeaway from all of this? Uh, a charismatic CEO mm. and companies that have charismatic C- CEOs that are not <laughs> that are not that brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Adam. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, they they it, it always it come at some point that will catch up with you. Mm. And what we're going to talk about today is being the successful CEO. Like you you started your business, you did well, mm-hmm. and you think you're that smart. Yeah. And you're not that smart. And so you're just a, you busting your ass. You yeah. found the opportunity, and until that opportunity runs itself out, you're going to do fine. But can you pivot, right? Yeah. Like, are you Blockbuster or are you Netflix? Mm. Like, Reed Hastings was smarter than the guy who was running Blockbuster. Absolutely. You can't, you, you know what I'm saying? We can't, we can't debate that. We can't say, well, no, he was No, he absolutely was. And, and what we're talking about today is that when you're running a successful business, you're a charismatic owner, you're a hard worker, you're a hustler. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it has nothing to do with your brilliance. And sometimes we believe that we're that smart. And it's like, no, you can get that smart though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? If you look in the mirror and realize, you know, what you don't know, yeah. I need to figure out what I don't know. I always notice that the smartest CEOs, the best CEOs, um, <clears throat> they hire people that's smarter than them. Hell yeah. Like that's the smartest thing that they do. <laughs> exactly. They say, hey, I don't know this area. I don't know this area and I need to I need to hire someone that's smarter. But let I mean let's talk more on we work though, right? Mm-hmm. So WeWork was going to put the valuation at twenty billion for the IPO, uh-huh. whatever between 10, 10 or twenty billion. They were bagged at forty seven billion dollars. This is what they were trying to launch themselves at. All right, WeWork doubled their revenue from twenty eighteen, but they doubled their losses. That means they're not even getting better at it. That's that's true. They just got somebody that's pouring more money into them. Yeah. So and and again, we're talking about when you're running the business and you're doing well. And you look over there, and somebody else is running their business. Yeah. And it looks like they're doing double than what you're doing, right? Yep. You could be better at business. They could be better at getting financing and marketing. Absolutely. They're not a better run business. If you try to run and catch up with this business, not understanding that they're burning through money, that they have financing, that they have backing, that they, that they have excellent marketing, 
you can drive your business in the ground trying to compete with somebody that's not even competing with you. So again, pride, we're talking about today, when you're running your business and you're doing well, you have to understand your business. Last episode, business myopia, right? Yeah. What business are you in? <laughs> A lot of people don't know. Don't know, right? So you got to know what business that you're in. And then this week, we're talking about understanding what space you're competing in, right? Like what business you're in. Now you got to understand what space you're competing in. Mm. You really got to, you got to get that. And you, and when you're doing well, you cannot let your pride make you think, I know, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I know what business I'm in. You know, the railroad company's like, oh, we're in the railroad business. Nah, bro, you're in the transportation business. (laughs) (laughs) You're not, you know what I'm saying? So guess what you just missed out on? All the transportation dollars, right? Mm -hmm. You missed out on the semi trucks. All these semi truck companies should have been railroad companies. Mm -hmm. All these airlines should have been, should have had railroad names on them. Yeah. You didn't know what business that you're in. So we work is damn sure running into. I don't think we work understands what business that they're in. I wonder how I wonder what they're gonna do. Uh well, they're gonna launch the stock and oh, we're gosh. going to see. You buying a lot of it. What no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. I'm trying to get Mike to buy. Not not at all. And I love we work. I love we work. I can't wait for this recession so the so the office space is like Half off. Five dollars. Oh, I can't wait to work into a WeWork space. I mean, Gorgeous spaces. It is special one. I'm, I keep saying this. I didn't say this on a bunch of episodes. The one uptown is nice. You can oversee the city. They need to. They need to. They need to let us get space just because we talk about it so much. But I think after hating on them today, they they're probably not gonna give us that. They not. But hey, we might be helping them. So you talked about pride. Yep. Is it something like? Is there a law? Because we always try to run back to a 48 laws of power. Is there like a law where it speaks to this issue of kind of just being so prideful that you have blinders on? Because there some some CEOs, some entrepreneur. There's an entrepreneur listening right now who doesn't know it, but they actually have blinders on. Yeah. And is there a law that speaks to that? Uh, well, I mean, you you could you could do. I mean, I think they're using a lot of laws that. That are that are hurting them, right? Court attention mm-hmm. at all costs. Mm-hmm. Get others to do the work for you. Like mm-hmm. I, I, so I, they're definitely using some laws. But I, one of the things that I really don't think that they're doing better. The CEO, all right, yeah, always say less than necessary. Not it's not him. Clearly. This guy is excited to Wait. be a billionaire, and I and I get it, man. If, look, if I'm if I'm about to be a billionaire, yo, I'm I, I'm probably gonna be excited too, but. Uh, I, if we work, it's not really, it's not really a power that they're breaking per se. It's just, it's pride. It's bad business. Um, you know, know know who you're dealing with. And I, I, I don't. And I think when we when we say know who you're dealing with, mm-hmm. like I think that's law number nineteen twenty. Uh, I think we work doesn't look in the mirror and understand what business that they're in. And I think that they really, you know, know who you're dealing with. With these outlandish valuations, I, I really think that they assume that people people are stupid, <laughs> and, and and people are not stupid, you know. They're really not. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, I, I definitely think I think they're gonna I think they're gonna have to deal with uh, recreate yourself <laughs> because I think at the That's end true. of this, I think they're really gonna have to figure out they're gonna have to realize what business that they're in, and they are gonna have to recreate themselves. But I, I would love for WeWork to tell me what they do better than Regis. Hmm. Besides being cool, and it's funny because we work in Charlotte. Ain't they in the Ridges building? Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I think they are. Yeah, 
I want to say Regis with the green uh, mountain logo, right? Uh, What's Regis logo? I don't know. I couldn't tell hey, you, man. This I, my, could, I could tell you. That's my marketing background. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, coming in, thinking about branding. Nah, I forgot what building they're in. Yeah. Anyway, point is, man, Um, what's next for you, man? What What's next? Uh, all right, guys. Uh, we got, I mean, we're working on a few things. Uh, we got an outline, you know, to to a book, leadership book that we're working on. Okay. Doing this eight week downside, uh-huh. we're we're gonna work on to relaunch your your business course. Uh huh. Where we uh, we're gonna set you up with setting up your business credit and you know setting your business up officially. Yeah. And how to get you know over five lines of business credit Absolutely. within your first six months. Absolutely. You know, so we got that course coming. I mean, that's pretty much just it. Um, coffee business. We, we're gonna we're gonna Shout relaunch. Out. Yeah, the co We're gonna relaunch the coffee business to get Shout the subscription Cobo, base man. back up. So we're gonna do a lot more events this year. So I mean, we we got things coming, but the podcast is when I'm here. When I'm here doing the podcast, <laughs> that's where my attention is, man. I, I love this, man. I love I love talking business. I love when people listen to the podcast and hit me up and they want to discuss business. Like if you want to discuss. That that's where I'm at in my life, man. Like I, I've been a hustler, right? So I I've sat around and talked about hustling and women and all the dumb shit. <laughs> you know, now that I'm old, it's like, yo, man, like I really like I love business, man. Like this is the hustling that we have to do. P said it best in in uh get OD, right? Uh-huh. He, he was like, man, legal money just it just lasts so much longer. It do. So man, this is where we gotta be at. Hey, man. So make sure y'all follow us. Make sure you like everything. Um, let us know what you thought about this episode. And we're going to holler at y'all next time. Yo, before y'all go, quick Uh-oh. thing. Uh, we, we, yeah, we, we do have the uh, the 48 powerful uh, people in business. That will show up in that eight-week period. That's going to be dope as hell. Now, and I didn't mention that. But we are working on that list right now. We're gonna send around to you know a couple really important people mm-hmm. to go through, and we're gonna rate you know basically the most influential and powerful um, black small business owners in America. We're gonna put all that on the website. That's gonna be on the Business Stir Fry website, so that's gonna be there forever. The course will be there, but that I now that I am excited about. We've kind of had wraps on it, but that is coming. It's gonna be dope. There'll be a lot of information there. So make sure y'all check that out too. All right, holla at your boy. Slice, got to roll the dice, that's why all my life, I've been grinding all my life, look.